0: It's another day that my God, that my God has kept me, oh yes, it's another day that my God has kept me, oh yes, he has kept me. Lord, Lord, from all evil, and my mind stayed on him, oh yes, hallelujah, it's another day. Thank you, Lord that my god yeah yes that my god has kept me oh yes you know he's kept me from all hurt hurt harm and danger Mm. Oh, yes, he has. He has kept me. Hallelujah. From all hurt. Hurt, harm, and danger. Oh, yes. I could have been dead. Lord. Hallelujah. Sleeping in my grave. Thank you, Jesus. But God spoke and made old death behave. And I want to say thank you. Thank you, my Lord. Yes. For another day. For another day. Yeah, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. I want to say thank you. You remember that old song used to be Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I just want to thank you, Lord, you spared, you spared my, you spared my life, oh yes, are you? good afternoon, Beloved Stillheart's family, friends, visitors, how are you all out there today around the world or in your neck of the woods? I pray all is well for you and with you. Oh yes, and just um, as always thinking of you guys and lifting everyone in prayer and thought, and this is thankful Tuesday, so instead of doing a video, I decided to do a, a anchor podcast, and uh Yes, and the scripture that just kept coming to me, that I kept feeling, my God, it's uh, out of the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, and the 30th verse. That's out of the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, the book of Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, and the 30th verse that reads and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none now that is deep isn't it and I sought for a man among them That should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Well, beloved still hearts, family, friends, visitors, we have today a few prophets, apostles and pastors and teachers, evangelists that are standing in the gap, trying to stand in the gap for the land, so God doesn't just go ahead and wipe us away, which He can do at any moment. Because instead of getting better, it seems like things want to get worse, you know? And you cry out, you sound the alarm, you sound the trumpet, you sing the songs. I did a song the other day, Midnight Cry, you know, and look behind the veil and all of that, and you just... And you just feel like, well, somebody's going to get it. Yes, some do get it. What you're saying and preaching and teaching and sharing. But this is a stiff necked generation. This generation, as it said, we come wiser. They come wiser, but weaker. Now they're wise in traits of doing everything and creating this and doing that. But when it comes time, it comes down to serving God. And standing for righteousness and holiness. Now, now that's a different story, okay? It's like, oh, you don't have to tell me because I can do this and da-da-da-da-da. And da-da-da-da. And it's not real anyway. This is just an illusion. And this is just that. And this is not real. I tell you what if it's not real and it's an illusion it sure feels real okay and uh let me ask you this just think about it guys i'm not trying to get you to answer me and don't don't contact with me with no um you know foolishness because mama don't play that okay (laughs) but just think about it if this is an illusion if this is an illusion Why did the Bible specify all through it for what will happen when we don't do right? Starting out in the Old Covenant, uh, Deuteronomy, the blessings that will fall upon us and the curses and things that will come against us if we do not do certain things all the way over to the book of Revelations, you know. So now how can we believe part of the Bible and not believe the other part? Well, see, the Old Testament, that's gone, uh, yeah, but the New Testament is here, yeah, but let me ask you this, think about it, how can you have a new without having an old, okay? So, things are there to help us to get a grip on things so we don't make the same mistakes maybe some of our ancestors made, or things that we do so that our children children won't do it, Okay? Uh, so think about it, and uh let's stop dividing up the Bible to suit our pleasure and our needs and wants, okay? Just share with you in love now. And you know, I've said to you all so many times, so your blood will not be to my hands. Oh, no, oh, no. I'm trying to make it in. But just stop by to share with you in love and kindness and respect. And for the ones, for us that are trying to uh stand in the gap to help, do you know the while God's uh, servants will continue to plead, oh come on now y'all, let's do so and so, we can make it and we can do this, uh, we can do this thing together. And, and they just pray and lay out before the Lord and cry and their spirits are vexed or hexed, <laughs> you know, and they're just so wanting people to be saved and come to the light and understand. And he just looking, and said, now, do you see how my children are just struggling? They're just so hungry for me and to win others into the kingdom so they don't have to go through all of this for the eternity. And we just keep pleading and living right before you all. I didn't say perfect. We strive toward that every day. And, um you know, after a while, God just look and say, wait a minute, enough is enough. Do you know we could speak some things? and cause some things to happen, but instead of that, we wait to allow God to uh, to uh do some more, and allow that window of opportunity to stay open before he shuts it shut, closed. So let us be mindful of that, and not be, you know, so smart with everything. And I just notice, and listen, and watch, and when I'm out and about the times that I am, you know, it's just, it's just something else, you know? It really is. This world is so different. It is so different, and everything is about money and or sex. Yeah, that's all y'all talk about money. Well, let me ask you this. Think about this: If we didn't ask for money to do different projects and things, how would the gospel spread? How would the kingdom grow? And I was in a store once now, and I've been talking this for years. And so I just listen to people and look at the beautiful, expensive clothes they have on. And I just listen. I go, Oh, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Oh, so I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I said, I heard you mention something. Of, oh, yeah. They were talking about girl. Did you go to that? Well, you know, I have my season tickets. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm a, an alumni or something. She was saying, oh, yes, I'm an alumni or whatever. So therefore, I have my season tickets. I'm just listening. So I know it had to be some money involved in that, right? Like, hello. So I'm just listening. Another lady left. Well, okay, girl, give me a call. Okay, I sure will. And so I said, uh, ma'am, you said you're with alumni. Yes. I said, and you have season tickets. Yes. I said, let me ask you, please. Is that really expensive? Well, <laughs> well, it's not so bad. I said, but I'm trying to find out because, you know, I don't know about all that. What is it about? Uh, $200. Oh, please. No. I saw it's a little more than that. Oh, yes. Oh, and she went on to say it's so I rolled my eyes back in my head. I said, what? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yes, I kid you not. I said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I was trying to keep from saying, but I know if I don't say things, God will get me, and I do not want to be in trouble with him. I prefer to have y'all mad with me instead of God, okay? I said, okay. I said, well, let me ask you, so what I said, do you go to church? Oh, yes. I said, what church you go? And she named this big church, you know, one of those big fancy ones. I said, oh, I said, do y'all do tithes and offerings over there? Yes. I said, so you do. I said, so you do your tithes and offerings. Oh, no, I can't afford to do that. I said, uh, ma'am. You say, what now? Oh, I can't afford to do tithes and offerings. I said, uh, I said, okay. I said, but let me ask you. And I, she was really getting tired of me. I said, well, if, I said, well, if you can't afford to do tithes and offerings, how can you do those expensive, um, what you call it, uh season brochures or season tickets? You know, just trying to. Cause I, she was really <laughs> tired of me, and so she goes. I said, you know what, ma'am? I'm so glad that you can do those season tickets or whatever you're talking about. I said, but did you know God uh, is so good to you? You look so good in your clothing. I ju- you know, you can just tell you are just expensive. Even your car sitting out there. I said, but ma'am, do you know that God bless you to uh, be able to accumulate all of that? I said saying you're going to, you know, rob from him or cheat him. Listen, I am not robbing. I said, wait, wait. I said, I'm just sharing with you. You know what the words say because you say you go to church, so I know your pastor (laughs) be teaching you about tithes and offerings. Listen, I've got to go. I said, well, I'm sorry if I offended you. I said, but, you know, I'm just sharing with you in love. I said, well, when you get some time today or tonight, I said, would you think about it and pray about it? I said, would you like quick prayer? Oh, no. I said, okay, just wanted to offer to you. Don't want you to feel left out. I said, well, when you got a moment, you think about it and, you know, pray about it and seek the Lord about it. So, you know, you won't be in, um, bad standing. You'll be in right standing with him. And that lady was so mammy; I mean, she got those things and snatched them up off the counter. And the lady behind the counter was saying, have a nice day. She was like, she turned her head <coughs> and she went out that door and got in that fancy car and just. Broom, broom, broom. <laughs> And I do not do don't misunderstand that. I do not do things to make people angry. But when you speak truth and you speaking in love, now they're gonna get mad and get rubbed the wrong way. What's in you gonna come out? Okay, so that's what I be uh, getting in trouble about over the years. But uh, you know that's just a part of what I do. Yeah, and I would get so I would listen and hear people say, and I've loved God so till I say, and I hear him say, you know what I'm supposed to do so and so. Oh, really? But I don't want it. I don't want it. And I'd get so hurt. I said, Lord, listen to what they're saying. Now you gifted them to do that. And they're saying they don't want it. I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. Please forgive them for they know not what they do and say. I said, if they don't want it, I said, well, if you want to use me to do that, I said, you know, I'll try. I do my best. And with you helping me, I know I'll be able to do it. And, you know, and I and I don't try to be fancy or anything. I just, it just hurt me to hear, you know, people say that, but people have that's their prerogative, you know. So, um, yeah. So just stop by to share some love. So that was so heavy on my mind about standing in the gap. And we just stand in the gap the best way that we can do. Share with you in love and truth and respect. And then you get smart mouth because don't think now. Nah, I don't get that all the time, all that smart mouth stuff. But, you know, that's a part of being a minister, and I've been a minister for many years, you know, and I have never wanted to try to stand on a pulpit. I was always out on the streets, the bus stops, traveling by uh, train, (laughs) bus, wherever. I always just shared in love and kindness, you know. But I would run across that, you know, and when I was always alone, traveling alone. So I'd have my Bible and my little snacks, you know, and people would look at me. And I could tell they didn't like it, but they felt uh, a calm about me and a peace about me. And then they'd say something, um, um, what are you reading? I said, oh, just uh, studying, you know, instead of just picking out one thing to tell them. I said, well, just studying. And, uh, you know, it's like, I don't believe that. I said, you know what? Okay, cool. I said, you know, you have that right now. I said, oh, yes. I said, okay, excuse me, let me get back to it. Well, so-and-so-and-so, and then they start asking questions. Well, if so-and-so-and-so, I said, wait, excuse me, I, as I said, I am studying. And uh after they'd try and get so smart with me and couldn't get an argument going with me and anything, and, you know, I'm the... Greyhounds or whatever, the trail, uh, trailway or, uh, what's that other big one? I've been on that, uh, megabus. So whatever I'm traveling on, they would say, uh, you know, and they stop for so long to go, you know, for refreshments or whatever. I'd go buy what I have and I'd always carry it when I travel, I'd carry enough to share. I don't, I've just done that for years. I just carry enough to share. So I'd go inside and get a little something and, um, Get back on the bus. I said, okay, guys. You know, and they see I was so pleasant and friendly, and it was such a peace and calm upon the bus. I said, uh, would you all care for someone when I'm eating? Nobody said, I stand up and say, hello. <laughs> I said, hello, guys. Would you all care for someone when I'm eating? You know, inside like that, and they laugh and so. I said, okay, now you cannot say mama did not offer you something because I'm not trying to be fresh because I do not flirt. Okay. So, uh, now would you ladies and gentlemen care for, um, what some of what I'm eating? I know it's not fancy, probably what you eat, but, uh, you're welcome to some of it. And I said, well, oh, well, going once, <laughs> going twice. And then one lady said, mama, I'll have some. I said, okay, baby, you come right on up here and get some give her some, you know, and I'd have wipes there, you know, sanitized wipes to hand them and napkins and all. And uh, I said, now, does everybody on here have something to eat? That's because I'm not going to have you sitting around me hungry. Now, you guys are going to eat something. If you don't eat but one, you know, potato log or something, you're going to eat something. And then the other guys go, well, yes, ma'am, I'll have a potato log. I said, okay, son, here you are. I said, now, see, I said, now, everybody has something to eat. I said, now, let's bless this food real quick. I said, now, Father, of Jesus. Thank you for it. And uh, and we stand on your word, Mark 16, chapter 18, verse. They shall take up sufferings, and if they drink in a daily thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody, amen. <laughs> And I guess they say, they say, well, why do you talk so fast? I say, because I know people don't want to hear about God alone. And they definitely don't want to hear about a blessing. So I have to talk real fast to get it all in. Okay. And they laugh. And so even the bus driver would be nice and, Mr. Driver or Ms. Driver, would you care for something of uh, some of what I'm eating before I touch it? Oh, no, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate it. I said, I have some chocolate chip cookies. Are you sure? So one driver, I was way going out in Arizona and one driver said uh, oh no I'm fine but I said okay and I had these toothpicks that uh, you know are individually wrapped I said shit she was eating something I said well would you care for a toothpick she said oh well yes if you don't mind I was okay just a moment and I'm just rattling in my bag and I guess she thought I wanted to put something on it but I have so much when I'm traveling you know snacks and things to share with people and she go well she glanced back well well, that's a okay okay, don't worry about it. I said, no, ma'am, I just have a lot in here and I'm trying to get to it. I said, now, here you are. They're in individually wrapped. I said, so see there, you don't have anything to fret or worry about. Oh, Well, I, I wasn't worried about it. I said, okay, so pick the ones you want. I said, let me give you about three or four or five of them. You know, always give a little more than what they need. And that's just me. That's just me. And just have nice, pleasant trips. And one night coming back from Oh, where was it, from Arizona, uh, Albuquerque, Mexico, you know how you go all through those different places or something, this guy got really, really wild on there, and the devil rose up in him, and he started talking about how uh, his dad had killed people for him, he was from uh, somewhere, and he could get it to happen again right there on the bus. I will kill everybody on here. I mean he showed off the devil's talking, walking tall in him, and I was sitting up, you know, at the front. And that driver he just kept on carrying on and the driver um had to call in. And uh so while the driver was driving, you know, you could, I could hear him whispering because I uh was sitting up front. And oh boy, and people back there were not comfortable and then, sir, why don't you say I'm gonna get on tell me Ooh, he got really uh wow. And when it got that bad, that driver did a SOS or whatever. And when I felt and heard him do that, I went off in tongues. Oh that oh sire. did I go off in tongues and I was just <laughs> You know, hey, you just have to stay ready. And so when the police showed up all around that big old bus and, you know, and the lights were flashing everywhere and the driver, you know, he was able to pull over. Boy, cars were slowing down, passing by because they knew it was something serious. That guy just went berserk, okay? And they had to wrestle him down to the ground, put handcuffs on him. Oh, and the driver said, is everybody okay there? Yeah, that was too close for comfort. And he looked up, he said, ma'am, I felt you, I heard you. He said, I thank you. He said, you did the right thing. I thank God, on time? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, don't tell me praying and speaking in tongues don't change things. And the power of God fall. Oh, I'm the (sighs) Messiah. Oh, yes, Joe, just wanted to stop by and share some uh, love with you guys. And uh, why you have people, we have people standing in the gap. Let us go ahead and do what we can to uh, support them and, um, you know, and be kind and respectful because you get flipping fast with God God's uh, men and women. Sometimes he'll get you right down the spot. I've seen it happen. Go to reach out to uh, do something and curve those hands and they get, uh I've seen it. I've seen it happen in Reverend Jenkins' meetings because I used to go be, you know, in his services and crusades, so it's bad to bother with men and women of God, okay? So anyway, uh, let us be mindful of that and stand in the gap and help. If we are not preachers or pastors or whatever, we are in the name of Christ, so let us pray together. Let us pray together. And, uh, if you can't do that or you feel you're not anointed enough, you know, and everybody can pray. And God see your heart. He can touch your heart and hear your prayers and answer them. They see, he see you and feel you are lifting the man or the woman or people or the choir or whatever up to the Lord. Oh, yes. That's how things can change. Prayer changes things. Oh, yes. So let us do what we can before it's too late because we're so close at hand. You can see the door just about to close. And I'm going to leave this song with you before I go. Everybody talking about heaven won't make it to heaven. No. Everybody talking about heaven won't make it to heaven. And then the the verses, but one of the verses that really gets my attention says, in the, on the final day, many will say, we confessed you at an early age. You can check the roll at the church. Our name is right on the front page. Lord, please open the door and let us come in. Depart from me, he shall answer, I never knew you. Everybody's talking about heaven won't make it to heaven. No, Everybody talking about heaven won't make it to heaven. When the master of the house has risen, hallelujah, and he shuts the door. Many will be standing on the outside, knocking on heaven's door. On the final day, many will say, we've done wonderful things in your name. We heal the sick, And raise the dead, we prophesied in your name. Lord, please open the door and let us come in. Depart from me, he shall answer, I never knew you. And it's a lot of people doing all of those things, laying hands on the sick, and uh, people are getting healed and delivered and set free. God's not going to always stop his power and his presence from working. But when you're doing it for the wrong reason and your heart and spirit and soul is not right with him, he'll touch people through you. But then at the end time, your soul will be lost. So whatever we do, let us, let us allow it to be real and from our hearts. Check ourselves daily Yes, to make sure we are right standing, in right standing, righteous, right standing with the Lord. So when we do these things, He can work through us, and we'll know that He's ours, and we are here as He is, okay? So love you guys, and uh, my uh, podcasts are always not so short, but I know that they are fruit and food for you. If you'll allow it to be, if I were on here talking about football, basketball, sports, sex, ow! Ooh, man, you all would listen because I noticed a podcast a uh, while back I did about something about um uh what was it home homecoming or foot Super Bowl or something and you know I was just sharing how the women help the men and be there with them and love on them and stop fussing at them because they want to watch TV you know and love on them. And, man, did that get some attention. So, uh, you know, if you're going to do those things, I'm not saying anything is wrong with it. Don't misunderstand. But just like you can take time to watch football and do all that for hours upon hours, take time to listen to the word of God and somebody sharing with you in love and kindness and respect. Okay? So love you all until we're together again on this beautiful, thankful Tuesday Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. November 30th, the last day of the month. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to everybody out there born November 30th. Happy birthday to you and many more. And as I always say, from one second old to 199 years old, happy birthday to you yeah and many many more amen amen and for all of you that are in love on to rest today a few days ago or in preparation of today or in few days to come, you are in my love thoughts and prayers those are very big bitter pills to swallow and for everybody around the world, I pray that God just open up a way for you uh, and heal your broken hearts and spirits. And uh, that you will be blessed and get the things that you stand in need of. And may he bless you physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Just be blessed and healed in every area. I send the word that you be healed in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus. From the crown of your beautiful heads down to the soles of your beautiful feet. Amen. Amen. Receive it, believe it, and walk in it, guys. Until next time, love, prayers, peace, and blessings. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is just so good in helping me. Thanks, Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you. Big hug. Oh, bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. And sweet, fresh kisses. And Bye-bye now.